Hey, yo, that uh, that coconut water post, yo, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> coconut water tastes like spit. <laughs> what did it say? Hold on. It said coconut water tastes like water that's already been in someone's mouth. <laughs> Has that slight saltiness to it. <laughs> yeah, if that's not like the, the perfect description. I remember one time, um, I don't know, I just like read like one little fact about coconut water. I was like, yo, I need to <laughs> I need to I need to get this incorporated in my diet. Yo, so I be to, all healthy. I went to the little poppy the poppy market uh-huh. and bought like twelve cans of this shit. <laughs> twelve? Yeah, and it, this is me not never having it before, right? Oh, so no. uh, so I opened that joint up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and take a sip, yo. <laughs> this shit was so nasty. It was. Did it have the pulp in it? Yeah, it had like little Aww. square pieces of nastiness mm-hmm. in it. Like yeah. it is literally spit up consistency, like that liquid spit up. It was <laughs> oh all warm, and it was warm too. So that oh, makes it even no. nasty. No, I gotta be ice cold. But some of them, I mean, like they have like the added sugar and that shit ain't know. had none. That shit. Some had of the added brands nasty. are worse than the others, but. <laughs> she had added nasty. Added nasty. Only I mean, I've had it mixed. Like my husband will mix it with rum and stuff, and it's actually not too bad. It's interesting. I mean, at least you're getting um, something out of it. That's something else. Up. Yeah, that's something else <laughs> that you can mix it because, like, let's be real, y'all. Alcohol don't taste good. It doesn't yeah. taste good. Right. How trash does a drink have to be that you mix alcohol with it and it tastes better? <laughs> Shut up. You're usually <laughs> mixing like Coke or something to make mm-hmm. alcohol taste better. That'll but, let you know. <laughs> but um yeah, I think it depends on the brand of coconut water or just how depleted of essential <laughs> nutrients and vitamins you are. Because True. Yeah. Like after I got a colonic, I was like, honey, I need some electrolytes. <laughs> you felt depleted. <laughs> I'm depleted. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Why are we even I, starting I this off know. with this? Welcome to the BZ podcast. Hey, y'all. This is Zay. That's We're back. Brett. We're back. <laughs> uh, sorry, y'all stumbled into our rant about coconut water, but yeah, that was not planned. But you know, memes. Yeah, memes. Memes are life. Memes run the world. <laughs> right. All right. So today we are going to be talking about accountability dun, dun, dun. um doesn't I mean, that doesn't it seem like when you say accountability it seems like a negative thing yeah that's what i was gonna say it sounds so daunting doesn't it yeah. um it'll hold you accountable for Uh-oh. listening to the rest of this podcast today <laughs> yeah let me tell you right now if you turn this joint off after accountability you're a straight <laughs> sucker <laughs> but uh, okay okay let's really get into it all, all right. right so when we look at account accountability and if you look at the literal definition it is an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions so accountability starts with you okay pretty much um and you need to be seen as accountable at all times and like you said you know say someone comes up to you and they're saying i'm going to hold you accountable for what we've discussed and immediately you're thinking a fear like is that a threat you're stressed out it stresses you is that a threat nigga like fuck you mean you're holding me accountable pull up there (laughs) and it's just like uh uh-oh now there's going to be expectations you know it's just uh, just a negative 
you know, bubble around that word in general. Yeah, um, I think it's important to say that, like, accountability is based on your level of commitment in the eyes of other people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it is... Uh, but to yourself, too. To yourself, to yourself. Yeah. But in the eyes of other that you can build these relationships, like, accountability helps you right. navigate the world is what I'm right. trying to get to. Yeah, I think that there's, like, from what I... from For me... I was able to break down accountability into like three kind of sections, okay. you know, for self-improvement, for your relationships and how you interact with others. Okay. That's kind of how, for me, I, I was able to separate it. And I was looking up stuff online in regards to accountability and most of it is on the workplace. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was finding too. You know too. what I mean? Everything and it's like, workplace. it's like, okay, yeah, you need to be accountable at work. Sure. But accountability can go throughout every factor of your life. Mm. So that's why I thought it was strange that it was always just like in the workplace. Da, 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 da. And I don't know if it's because of all those different, you know, business articles and how to improve your work performance and how to get your employees to do what you want them to do. And <laughs> all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they're not the only type of people that need to read up on this shit. I think they're just catering to that audience with all these articles. It was like kind of difficult to find something talking about just like personal growth as far as accountability is concerned. Yeah, I think that was one. That's one of the easiest mechanisms or 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 environments that you can mm-hmm. use to display accountability exactly. because all businesses run on accountability. Right. Everybody got to be accountable. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, what was your other? Did you have another? Oh, just going on still. Um, just um, being able to take away the negative tone around the word account accountability. Yeah. Um, you know, usually when it shows up is when something goes wrong. People start to lay blame, pointing fingers, and that's not always how it has to go. I think that's just what we think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's just viewed as a punishment. Um, but accountability really means just preventing something from going wrong. Yeah, and I think let me jump in. I think that that is the misconception. A lot of times mm-hmm. we we uh place all the burden of accountability at the end of whatever process it is. Right. When it's really something that should be adapted in the beginning of whatever you're starting, because if you adapt it in the beginning, you have more control over that outcome on the back end of a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's pretty much just clear commitments that need to be kept. Yeah. You know, so just breaking down a clear structure of what you want done or whatever someone is expecting of you and just following through. It's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's scary if you're not willing to hold up to it and then yeah. you have to go through the part of owning up to your mistakes and mm-hmm. your shortcomings. Yeah, it's only scary <laughs> at the back end. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's only scary. Like, like at my job, when I mess up, it's only scary when I got walk into my boss's office and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, I fucked up." Right. You know. Um. But if I held myself accountable throughout the whole process, mm-hmm. that almost eliminates the chances of it mm-hmm. biting me in the ass at the end. It's almost well, right. Like, right. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I cut you off. No, nah, no, nah, you're fine. <laughs> But Uh, I wanted to say, too, what you were saying about, like, having to own up to your mistakes, that falls into, like, interaction with others, because that can be with anything, not only work, you know, just um, Mm. owning up that you made a mistake, and it shows that you want to fix the problem. 
you know, and it shows that you're a stand-up person. Um, nobody's perfect. And people can respect someone that is honest, not wasting their time with lies. So it's like, you know, say you broke something, which is like typical of me. (laughs) (laughs) Always breaking something. Yeah. And it's like, say if it's something important that needs to get fixed, you know, and it's just like, you don't want to waste time and everybody's who did it, who trying to figure all that shit out. Just, just be honest and say, I fucked it up. Mm-hmm. So they can hurry up and get fixed and everybody can move on. Or like you, you know, you work in the printing industry, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure oh, <laughs> things happen yeah. all the time as far as somebody fucking up. And if you're quiet about it and that gets figured out later on, oh my gosh, I'm sure that's, that's the whole process. Yeah, it's back. the worst. It's almost like you want to get ahead of it. If you if mm-hmm. you see it coming and you know it's out of your control, you want to get ahead of it. And what I've also learned is that People usually acknowledge that mess ups happen. Yeah. You know, and but what goes a very long way is when you're not making excuses for why it happened. When people see you going, going, uh, just, just, just committing and just saying, hey, I messed up. This might be why it happened, but still no excuse. People respect that a lot. People Mm -hmm. respect you owning your mistakes. Right. You know, um, that kind of leads me into this. Uh, one of the things that I've adopted personally is just the mantra that it's my fault. <laughs> and it what? might, yeah, the mantra that it's my fault. And, and that sounds very, your reaction, yeah. your reaction is real, but that sounds very, um, very demeaning. That sounds like it can bring you down. But mm-hmm. what I find, and this is personally for me, but maybe okay. people can identify or you can identify is that mm-hmm. we, we spend, the most effort identifying all the reasons mm-hmm. of why something happened or why we are in the position that we're in, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for example, like uh, financial burdens. Oh, it's mm-hmm. because of student loans or I'm a black man, I'm a black woman uh-huh. or um, I have it harder or this person's lucky. The system isn't fair. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things are dangerous. Mm-hmm. because it pushes us further and further away from accountability mm-hmm. and when people usually hear these things it's jarring mm-hmm. it's it's uh it, they feel like it's a personal attack it, they feel that it often discredits their experience mm-hmm. and i'm here to say that all of these things can still be true mm-hmm but it's still your fault at the same time. <laughs> and See, all right, this is no, what I mean. No, I, hold I get on. what me, you're saying. Let me get yeah. this last thing out. Let me get this last <laughs> thing ahead. out. But this okay. is what I mean. It's mm-hmm. great you can identify these reasons. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. But also understand that you can spend a lifetime doing so. So dwelling on it mm-hmm. and it not leading to action to change the situation literally just leaves you in a, a state of you're on pause. Right. Because it leaves you bitter, it leaves you mad. And I'm just speaking for myself. This isn't a rule uh-huh. of thumb. This is just how my mind operates. Um, it leaves you bitter, it leaves you mad, but it rarely leads to action. You can find, you you can create a entire list that goes on for days of why this happened or that happened. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, until you own it and come up with a plan to attack it, right. you're just pushing accountability off to uh-huh. the side. Uh-huh. What were you about to say? No, I was just saying how you were just like, everything's my fault. I say everything is my fault. I understand what you're saying because we're just kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> super emo kids at heart. Just, <laughs> everything sucks. It's my fault. Um, but <laughs> I think it's empowering, <laughs> no, no, no. though. It is. No, no, no. It is. I'm just saying 
the the thing is, there's nothing wrong with taking. I don't want to say the the blame, whatever. That mm-hmm. sounds harsh, but taking the blame. It's just that we also have to love ourselves throughout the process of and course. not beat ourselves up for making mistakes. Of course. And you know what I mean? So I know that's how you're going about it. It just sounds harsh the way you're saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds but... <laughs> real drill sergeant. It sounds yeah. real drill sergeant. But yeah, it's just um, the most important thing is loving ourselves so that we want to make the change and we care enough about our well-being and our future and our goals and whatever you want to accomplish to be able to hold ourselves accountable and not just sit there and blame everything and everyone else for our problems. Like, yeah. That's not going to help you at the end of the day everybody's accountable for themselves Mm -hmm. and that goes into um partly into to how you interact with others um you know we are not accountable for what happens beyond our control of course things are going to happen that you know we didn't really have anything to do with but we're kind of placed in a situation but we can't choose how we respond to it yeah yeah and that's what i want to get to as fast as possible is choosing mm -hmm. how do we respond to it identify all these things but then something has to happen after with how we respond to it yeah that's the only thing that you can really control is yourself (laughs) yeah uh did you have anything to add um no i kind of wanted to move into relationships and accountability all right go right in um just if both people in the relationships are working on being accountable, you know. And this is in a relationship or is this a specific I mean, I guess relationships are just any relationships with anyone. It can be a business relationship. It can be a family relationship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, both people have to work on changing their conduct and managing their feelings. You know True. what I'm saying? And that's also just having the courage to do so because it's so easy <laughs> to just be like, it's not my fault, it's yours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And it's um, it, it really does require discipline to change the behavior mm-hmm. and to be able to stop, take it in, and say, like, how can I respond to this better? Okay. And, I mean, even with myself, like, I'll go through these periods of when I'm just irritated or whatever, and the way that I'm coming off is affecting how people are treating me. And, you know, and I can be like, oh, you're being nasty to me, da 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 But I find when I take a more gentle approach or if I'm more calm and stuff, I get the same back. Yeah, So, yeah. you know, you might think it's not going to work, but even if they still might say something disrespectful, you can't take it personal. That's just how they're, whatever they're dealing with, that's what's causing them to communicate that way. And you can just keep on consistently showing a more positive attitude. Um, And soon enough, you know, it will start to reflect back. You know, one of the things that I work with interacting with other people, especially if it's on like a, if if you're discussing or talking about something that might be triggering. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you didn't listen to two episodes ago, (laughs) trigger, shameless Uh plug. But um, <laughs> one of the things that I find that people almost can't resist the urge to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. So a good ap- <laughs> a good approach to calm down situations. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because yeah, I went true. through this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a good approach to calm down situations and kind of uh, uh, mm-hmm. ease the tension is ask mm-hmm. questions. I ask questions when I see mm-hmm. stuff going off the rails and stuff like that. I just start mm-hmm. asking questions. Let the, mm-hmm. allow the person to talk. That allows the person to feel like they're heard, and that way mm-hmm. you can kind of navigate conversations that might be going going mm-hmm. in a wrong direction. 
Right. Yeah. Kind of yeah, off topic, I, but it helps. No, I don't think so. It's not off topic. Um, yeah, I was talking with um a friend yesterday that's having some relationship issues, and I kept on like I'm trying to like you know console her and things like that, and I'm laughing because I kept on interjecting my personal shit like. Yeah, because the one time when I, and I'm like, delete, 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 like, <laughs> Brittany, I've got nothing to do with nothing right now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I know that because this, this, and that. I know how you feeling because I did. No, just erase that. I what My experience ain't important right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I yeah, just need sure. to show <laughs> that I'm here for you. Mm. Um, I think that we do that a lot, too. It's always, like, um, trying to show that we understand by throwing in what we do, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, you tired? Well, I'm tired too. Like, you know, that. Ah! Everybody ones up each other. Yeah, in yeah, exactly. That's why it's like you don't even realize you're doing it sometimes. Even on negative stuff, you know, I think we talked about it in like a previous episode. Like, even uh-huh. the one upping negative stuff. Like, oh, oh God. I have it worse than you. Uh, da, 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 da. Like, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the episode, but I know we've definitely talked about this. I thought it, I, I called it a com- competitive victimization mm-hmm. mentality. Yes. But um, <laughs> let's 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 get back. Okay, so another thing is too um a lack of accountability as far as we still talk about like within relationships, um when you're like apologizing, mm-hmm. and you don't change your behavior, so it's like that's one of the most important things is if you're going to apologize, you have to accept accountability for your actions and change, mm-hmm. not keep doing the same shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, saying one thing and doing another is is hypocrisy. I mean, of course, you know, of course. Um, one thing, and this might be jumping into mm-hmm. a different direction, but I think you said something along the lines before: is discovering your your uh motivators. What I mean by that is finding out what triggers you specifically mm-hmm. to give you the best possible outcome. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example. Um, I discovered that I'm much more enthusiastic about goals when I'm under pressure. It mm-hmm. is a shit discovery. <laughs> I know. <it's> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it leads, it leads I, to I procrastination. So. It leads to a whole bunch of stuff. But this is just how I work. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was important that I made that discovery. So I, I had to find ways more or less to trick myself into accountability. Right, for, by for, setting deadlines. Yeah, setting deadlines. Mm-hmm. Or, for example, even with this podcast, when I came to mm-hmm. you with it, it was under the guidelines that, you know, all you would have to do is show up and record. Mm-hmm. I'm going to handle everything else. I take care of the editing, graphics, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. that created a dynamic which someone is trusting me. Mm-hmm. And now I don't want to let you down, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it creates pressure. That pressure is a motivator for me personally. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it succeeds or fails, I feel accountable mm-hmm. of either outcome. And even outside of that, the listeners hold us accountable, even if they don't say it. Mm-hmm. You know, it forces us to be more proactive in controlling the outcome. Right. You know, and that's why I say it's uh, kind of a thing outside of yourself because you yeah. should be. There is a personal re- accountability. But, you know, I applaud the people that are accountable for themselves and themselves only. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I recognize at 31 years old. 
that's just not how my brain operates. My brain mm-hmm. needs to be back against the wall. Like I got to prove something to people at all times, like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not a bad thing. People kind of, mm-hmm. people always kind of write that off. Like, oh, you should be doing it for yourself, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. It's not a selfless act. You know what I mean? I don't think it is a selfless act. I think you're, a lot of the things we do is mm-hmm. in, in, is for other people, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, it's not bad. I though. think everyone can find someone else they would need to prove, like, in quotations, prove something to, to a degree, like mm-hmm. your kids or, you know, your, maybe their parents, significant others, or like you said, you know, people that, you know, um, follow you, mm-hmm. uh, follow your work, um, things like that. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I only had one more thing, one, one more little piece to add to the relationships and accountability. Really. Uh-huh. Um, I saw something that was called the four degrees of accountability within relationships. Okay. So it says um, the first degree of accountability is taking into account. So taking into account the experience of the other person. Um, so you can be able to construct a quality of presence in the relationship. So it's recognizing how that person's feeling, you know, how your interactions affect that person mm-hmm. and things like that. Just even being able to recognize it because, you know, a lot of people don't stop to think about how the other person's feeling. It's empathy. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. empathy. Right. And so the second degree of accountability is recognizing that actions are choices. <laughs> so you can make a choice to behave how you want to behave. Uh-huh. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's not sure. just happening. You're making a choice. But that's how I feel like when you say it's not just happening. A lot of people have uh-huh. this just happening Oh, attitude. God, yes. All the time. It's the worst. And they put it on everything. Like, even on the last episode, when we were talking mm-hmm. about religion, you know, how your mom, mm-hmm. some, everything's mm-hmm. going good. She's great. And then mm-hmm. once something bad happens, it's, oh, how can it be a God? Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, you, we fall into a lot of things where we just... We just throw accountability around like a hot potato. Like, oh, nobody want that shit. Like, ah, oh, fuck that. It's like, a, yeah, it's like the, it's like the bill. It's like the bill after you go out to eat with a whole bunch of people. Like, once they drop the bill, everybody just throwing that shit around. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right. So the third degree of accountability is recognizing a set of expectations. So that's, you know, setting up what is expected, you know, of Mm -hmm. each individual and they need to hold up on that end. It's like an agreement or some sort of understanding that you come through. It's just constructing, you know what I mean, the bullet points. Yeah. This this and this. All right. And the last one, the fourth degree of accountability is acting on the change of dynamics. So it's the ability to take into account the ways of, you know, being that we've made um, from now forth, you know, what we're going to be doing, just whatever that is, is just being on board with it and following through. Mm-hmm. Action is, uh, yeah, this is the year of doing. About that action. Yeah, you got to be, it's to do. A lot of people think there, there's a real disconnect between the start of a process, whatever you're working on, and the end, and nobody really understands that. Just doing is all you have mm-hmm. to do. Just being proactive. Proactive in whatever you're trying to get done. That takes a level of accountability. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> yeah, the woe is me thing. The woe, yo, I suffer from that. Why does this happen to me? I don't understand why this person's still contacting me. Block that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't understand why. <laughs> 
No one likes me. We Shut up, so really. No one. No one. If no one likes you, then you need to look at yourself. You know what's crazy? We, what? we, um. Why am I fat? Because you <laughs> fucking work out. <laughs> you <did>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, it's crazy how, um, we want everybody else to be accountable. But we don't hold the same stuff for ourselves. I suffer from the woes me shit. The woes me and just always, <laughs> ah, it's always this, and this. Like I have, it took me a very long time to get a plan in place. Now, I'm very introspective. I'm very, uh, I'm in my brain almost to a fault. I can nitpick anything to the most minute detail. Well, you have to be. You do. But. For- you can get stuck in that you can get stuck in that yeah yeah and i think that's when it's bad you know um you were saying when i said everything is your fault Mm -hmm. that's only a period of time i mean everything is your fucking fault it kind (laughs) of is wherever you are you you, you, wherever you are wherever you you are is where you where you made all the decisions to get there but um It's not dwelling that everything is your fault. It's understand. It's understanding exactly. just that. It's understanding just that. It's understanding that hey, whatever all the decisions I made led me to this point, and I, it's cool to identify all these things. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you gotta put a plan in the motion. That's the hardest part: breaking habits, breaking habits. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's life. It seems. Yeah. <laughs> um. um so do you have anything i mean i can i found something keep going keep going i mean i ain't want hop Hmm. skip jump stomp over whatever else you had to say no no keep going keep going all right so i found something that looks pretty cool that i'm excited to try out as far as a way to improve accountability um, because I don't know if like you guys, um, I have a million things in my head that <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to achieve all these things one day. And it's just all a big swish swash. Like it's just <laughs> all <laughs> swish swash. It's just all up there just getting all mixed up and I kind of work on things here and there and there's no consistent vision <laughs> or plan <laughs> to okay. really execute these things. <laughs> So it's called, I, I stumbled across this, um, it's a book called The 12 Week Year, and it's by Brian Morin, I think is his name, or is it Morgan Morin, and Michael Lennington. Um, and pretty much when trying to practice accountability as far as your goals, um, a good way to do that is to break it down basically into more tangible goals. Um, so with this 12 week year, pretty much, um, you work on a few goals for 12 weeks. So that's what, three months. Mm-hmm. So, um, you break down the goals into those three months and with long-term planning, it's, it's more difficult and it's usually ineffective because things constantly change. So in your head, when you're saying I'm about to do this next year or in two years, it's just like. Yeah, that might be the plan now, <laughs> but in two years, you know, you might be doing something completely different that doesn't align with that goal anymore. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to keep updating and achieving goals, you know, you three months pass, you finish that, you can push that to side, you've built new habits, um, you can focus more so on other things instead of everything all at one time. Um, so... 
pretty much this is where the accountability comes in because you actually have to plan that shit out. Yeah. And sit there and you have to keep track of if you're actually doing the things or not. So breaking down your goals into smaller increments of what you believe you can achieve or behavior you can change in 12 weeks seems pretty doable. Yeah. Um, let me jump in. One of the things I think people do is we grossly mm-hmm. overestimate what we can get done in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yes. like, even when like um, even when we go to write these first things down and we're being proactive about setting these these uh, goals we want to make. Mm-hmm. We'll start our day and say, hey, I want to get my resume up tomorrow. I want to get my resume done. I want to go to the gym. I want to do that. And the list grows. And there's not <laughs> enough hours in the day. There's, yeah, really, there's really not. So I think one yeah. of the things is you have to set very realistic goals. Yeah. And understand that realistic goals doesn't mean you're limiting yourself. It's just understanding your workload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Personal to you, right? Yeah. Some people can get more stuff done than others. It just depends on your personal situation. For sure. Um, But when you are writing your goals... You can ask yourself, how will your life be different if you accomplish these goals? Just to try to narrow down what Mm -hmm. is important and what's priority. And um, that will also help keep you motivated when times get tough, when you don't really feel like working on that goal (laughs) that day or that week or, you know, whatever. But um, some steps as far I want to get the book, but from what I compiled online, this is kind of how this works. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're setting your 12 week goals. Now you break your 12 week goals down into weekly and daily action plans. So from what I saw, most people broke down their goals into three categories. It'd be um, personal work related and personal project or like business, like a personal business related. So it can be something they want to work on for themselves, something they want to work on at their job And if they have their own business on the side, you know, something um, that pertains to that or maybe just say you write write articles or you do poetry or Mm. you craft. um, Or podcast. Anything. Yeah, you podcast, whatever. I would consider that like your personal business side project, right? Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, like a personal could be like changing a diet, uh, exercise a certain number of days a week. I saw one woman said meditating five minutes a day. And I was like, that's actually really good because you can do five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then even if, say, you get used to the five minutes um, after maybe two weeks, three weeks into the three-month thing, you can up it yeah. you know, to seven minutes or whatever you feel comfortable with. It doesn't have to stay, you know, the exact thing, but it's just that's what you need to at least do. You yeah, need to start at least with. do five minutes, right. Um, so then you also need to track your progress daily or weekly, depending on what the goal is, you know, in a planner, on an app or like a spreadsheet work, whatever works for you. So you can see what's working and what's not working and what improvements you can make to achieve this goal. So say, you know, you exercise, say three days a week. So each week you need to mark on your calendar or whatever setup you have that you've completed those three workouts. For the week. And if it's say a few weeks past and you're seeing it's really difficult, maybe you need to knock it down to two days. Yeah, understand that uh, feedback is a form of accountability. Mm-hmm. Any feedback you get is very beneficial. You just got to be careful if feedback makes you get complacent. 
because mm-hmm. I know mean? I've struggled with that. Um, just, just like feedback to yourself. What are you talking about? Just any form of feedback. Any form mm-hmm. of feedback is a form of accountability. Only because mm-hmm. by getting feedback. So say if me and you are are working or whatever, mm-hmm. and you you tell me you need this done by this time, and I ask mm-hmm. you, and I ask you, well, how is this supposed to to be done to your mm-hmm. satisfaction? And you mm-hmm. give me that information. That's a form of feedback to help me progress and meet your expectations. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> side note: whenever we actually feedback, <laughs> you actually <laughs> holding us accountable. <laughs> That's all. Yes. All right. Yes. So go ahead. All right. Um. So, and when you're making your goals, oh, I was just saying about like as far as the weekly and daily. So, if you have um, say you want like a work goal could be every single day to get to work on time. Okay, that can be a goal. That's a you know goal of saying? mine. Yeah, I think that's a goal of a lot of ours. <laughs> or to bring your lunch every day, or to practice a more positive attitude at work, or maybe just create a better morning routine to create less stress uh, as far as getting out in the morning. So something as simple as that, as far as, you know, just starting to achieve your goals and to just make your life a bit easier, that's something you could track daily. Like, hey, did I get my clothes together the night before? Did I get my lunch? Did I get everything together the night before for work? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that could be something every day that you're checking off as a goal. And after a while, that that becomes habit, you know, especially if you're doing something every day for three months. Yeah, they say Um, it takes 90 days. It takes 90 days to to mm -hmm. form a habit. Yeah. And um, as far as like a personal project goal, maybe it's uh, sketching something twice a week or uploading content at least once a week or even um, volunteering to clean up trash on your block once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, that can be as far as just like personal things that you want to help change for yourself. And when you're making the goal, start simple. Try not to cram too many things into a three week period. I mean, a 12 week period. Um, you know what I mean? Don't get overzealous. Yeah, we <laughs> Let's start start with prioritizing. Think right now what will help bring um content into my life. Like I know I really need to work on cleaning. <laughs> God. It's eliminating the stress factors. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I need to work on staying more tidy. And once I get that into better habit, you know, I can focus on something else. A lot of the things that go unchecked are the things people people don't understand that. Look, whatever you're keeping in the back of your mind is influencing your everyday decisions. Mm -hmm. So like even with clutter, I know clutter drives me crazy. Like clutter does drive me crazy. I just had to clean my damn room today. That shit was wild. Mm But, that um, seriously will stress you out. Yes, um, you're coming yeah. home and you you shit all over the place, and you exactly. wonder why everything else in your life is kind of yeah. Then you're just mad. Yeah, just mad. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but this is like I said, it's all about creating new habits and holding yourself accountable, and not waiting for things to change or happen with minimal effort from yourself. You got to put in the work. Yeah, and that's why, like, I tell you, that's why. Um, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm saying stuff like that. <laughs> no, um, but that's why putting it outside of yourself in any way, shape, or form is so dangerous. That's why I adopted the attitude of it's my mm-hmm. fault. Mm-hmm. Because once there's a door open that I can throw it to somebody else, like, here, you take it. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's my life. You take it. It's my life. 
and I'm over uh-huh. here throwing it and 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 making sure that I I can't be blamed for anything that's going on. And mm-hmm. don't nobody care about you like you should. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but as far as this twelve week year, um. I think it's awesome. I'll have to get the book and check it out. It's something I would definitely want to try to start February 1st. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, like I said, too, you need to review and check yourself. And <laughs> every week, look through, and as long as you're keeping track of what you're doing and what you're not doing, you can see where things are not working and where they are. Mm-hmm. So you gotta take I think inventory, inventory yeah, it, of pretty, your life. Yeah. Pretty much. Schedule your weekly review sessions with yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and see what can be done better, what needs to be changed. So I think uh, I think it's awesome. And I hope some of you guys try it out, too. I think we should And try we can it. have a little accountability group. Oh, my gosh, guys. Accountability. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost listeners with that. That was too chipper. <laughs> No, but no, it's dope. I think we all should try to do something along those lines. Yeah. Ain't nothing ever going to get done over here, chat. Mm -mm. Goodness. Uh -uh. (laughs) I'm I'm still throwing accountability around like a football. (laughs) And it's just, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) And it's just like, like I said, little changes throughout your day. Just little things, you know, little things. Mm. And then it can build from there. Um, But I think the number one thing, too, is... Getting a handle to if you are struggling with any sort of addictions to definitely that needs to be priority. Getting a handle on that because sure. that just uh, screws with everything else and how you view things and just how you're going about your life. So if any of you out there are struggling with anything, I think that's that should be one of the first things that you work on. Yeah, I think that kind of. uh, uh limits the way in which you can really change other aspects because mm-hmm. it just take it takes up so much of your brain yeah it takes up so and it much. can even be a food addiction <laughs> any right. type of addiction yeah anything yeah we don't judge here at the bz podcast everybody's addicted to something mm-hmm. i ain't telling you though <laughs> <I ain't> tell- <laughs> shut up <laughs> i ain't telling you i ain't telling you though <laughs> all right i think uh we're good we would love to hear back from y'all um let us know what you think let us know how accountability affects y'all or how you yes. guys better ways that you guys we don't have all the answers i always say that shit. yeah but, but um, just what i do know is no shifting blame yeah keep yeah, that. yeah keep, keep that it. all your fault <laughs> it's all your fucking fault <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah good shit all right, remember, uh, rate review. Oh my uh, god, they said rape. share. I was like, Jesus no, Christ! God damn it, I said rape. Remember rape. R A T rape and review. I ain't say that. I don't want no smoke, man. I don't want no smoke. The fuck are you promoting, Zay? <laughs> All right. So remember to rate review. If you got iTunes, you got SoundCloud, you got Stitcher YouTube. Radio, YouTube. We up and rocking. I feel like only old people use YouTube. Oh, bullshit. Fuck you. Well, especially says, for says audio. YouTube user. No, <laughs> for audio. I'm, I'm talking for audio pod, oh. podcast. Oh, well, yeah. True. Because you can't uh, leave the app. Yeah, you can't leave the app. close the app. Just, I mean. uh, you just drain the battery. Anyway, <laughs> hey, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, appreciate the listen. Yeah. Thank you, guys. 
Thank you, gals. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> yes. All right. See y'all later. Later.